Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, so before we jump into this episode, I just want to remind you that if you haven't already, you should join the private Facebook community. We are about 22 or 2300 members now. I know it's it's jumped up quite a bit since the last time I talked about it, but um, you're, you don't want to miss what's happening there. We're having amazing conversations. We're sharing resources. I'm pulling content ideas. Uh, people have direct access to me in this Facebook community. So head over to Facebook, search Tiny Leaps and request access today. I'll see you there. In this episode, I want to share um, sort of a preview of the Tiny Leafs book and what I call the six stages of personal change. Sit back and enjoy the show because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps Big Changes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to share uh, this framework I've developed that I believe, and there is still a lot of testing and uh, fact-checking, I guess, that needs to be done with it, but I believe uh, can be viewed as a, a, a theoretical framework of how personal change happens, what we need to go through in order to change any aspect of our lives, whether for the uh, the positive or the negative. Um, and this is important because I've found that so much of what drives my actions uh, comes down to the mental models and frameworks that i follow. Uh, And I think we all sort of follow mental models and frameworks. We all have our views of the world. We all have uh, the frameworks that make up who we are. And that's what drives our behavior on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and, And so I started to explore what frameworks would be beneficial to adapt? What frameworks would be beneficial to create? What frameworks, if we want to change our life, no matter what that change is, what are the frameworks that could help us accomplish that? And so um, the, the, what I'm calling the six stages of personal change, uh, this is a framework I put together because in my opinion and in, in my mind, there is a series of psychological, neurological, and experiential 
processes that need to happen or does happen every single time a person experiences a change. Now, I don't know the medical terminology for any of those uh, stages or processes. I don't know the um, doctor term, the uh, jargon, I guess, to, to describe these. And, and so uh, being an outsider, I wanted to sit down, think through, you know, what is it that needs to happen for a person to change on a fundamental level? What are the parts of them that they need to go through, even if they're not aware of it, in order for change to happen? And um, after doing a bit of research, after reading a ton of stuff, after speaking directly to people in the midst of their personal change um, and using my own personal experience, I believe I've come up with something that could help. And and the way you're supposed to use this is um, thinking through the fact that you're going to have to go through these stages when changing any area of your life. And, And as a result, you can sort of prepare ahead to make sure you have the resources you need and you have the support you need at each stage of that journey. So without further ado, I present to you the six stages of personal change. Stage number one, frustration and inspiration. The first part of changing your life is actually something we all experience daily. Each of us has something in our lives that causes frustration. It may be a job we dislike, friendships we no longer benefit from, a lack of finances, how we feel when we look in the mirror, etc. The point is we all experience something that frustrates us. So then why is it that we don't all change our lives? Well, frustration is a necessity, but in order for change to happen, it also needs to be coupled with inspiration to change. Here's the difference. You might get frustrated at your job. Maybe your boss is asking too much of you and not willing to pay for it. Or maybe it's just not a challenging environment for you to be in. For most of us, it ends there. We have a moment of frustration and then we suck it up and keep on keeping on. But What if right at that moment you were feeling that frustration about your job, you also heard about a former coworker who quit three months ago and is now doing work they love? Here's what would happen in this scenario. The inspiration or jealousy or whatever you want to call it you feel in regards to your coworker combined with the frustration that you have in that moment would give you just enough momentum, just enough of a push to take the next step, which is stage two, introduction to options. Once an individual has experienced that combo move, being frustrated by their current reality and then being hit with inspiration to pursue change, they will start to look for other options. This is the stage where someone starts searching through job listings, checking out diets or searching for ways to make money from home. At this point in your journey, you aren't quite ready for change, but you are looking at your options, which is a necessary step. The goal for the change during this stage is simply to experience. You need to see what is out there and figure out whether or not something would be a good fit for you. The problem is that for most people who make it to this stage, it ends up being just that. The experience of searching for options has the ability to create a feeling of progress even if none is actually there. For example, when you get frustrated at work and start searching for new job opportunities, it's pretty easy to say, well, I'm looking for a new job, even if you've only ever spent 20 minutes looking and never applied anywhere. This step can give people the feeling that they're changing without the fear or risk 
of actually changing, and that's no good. For others, this stage can be seen as the goal itself, meaning if you are frustrated at work and you start searching for new jobs while drinking a glass of wine one night, the next morning you might feel totally better. The urge to search for a new job was temporary and based on the moment of frustration you experienced rather than some underlying desire to leave your job. There's nothing inherently wrong about either of these negative outcomes, but they are thought traps to look out for in the case that you are actually trying to make a change. Now, once you've started looking for new options, once you've made it to stage two, the next is to move to stage three. And this is where you connect with a new path. So let's say you get frustrated. You experience that inspiration to change and you start looking at your options. Well, the very next step on your journey is to find a new option that you feel personally connected to. Here's an example of what I mean. Let's say you are currently a single mother of three young children who doesn't make quite enough to stay on top of everything. You make decent money, but with three kids to take care of alone, plus all of your other bills, it's going to be really tough. Now, let's pretend that you missed an electric bill payment and they came and they cut off your power. That's a pretty frustrating moment. When you start to look at your options for making more money, though, if you come across someone talking about how they open their own retail store, and you can too, well, you probably aren't going to connect very well to that idea. Your immediate thoughts will be, where would I even get the money to start it? Or this must be a scam or or something else along those lines. The point is that if you can't see how a new option would relate back to your life, If you can't map out a path to it in your mind, you're far less likely to go after it in earnest. And that's why during stage three, you need to be introduced to an option that you feel connected to, an option that you can visualize for yourself. If you can find that connection, then you'll move on to the next stage, which is stage four, discovery of resources. So by the time you hit this stage, you are all ramped up and ready to make changes. You've probably even started to take small steps towards that change. Step four is where you are so into your new direction that you start to stumble across books, videos on YouTube, networking groups, podcasts, apps, and all other resources that were built to help you move towards whatever it is you want. It's actually quite interesting why this happens. After all, those resources were there all along, right? It's not as though all of these people suddenly created all of these resources just because you were interested. Of course not. But as soon as you start paying attention, as soon as you feel connected to this new path, all of a sudden these resources just start to pop up. The culprit is something called sensory gating. And it's basically just a fancy way of saying that the brain is constantly filtering out irrelevant information from your environment. Let's say you want to quit your job and go off on your own. You make that decision and all of a sudden you start to see books about quitting your job and meetup groups about entrepreneurship. That stuff was always there, but you didn't care about them. They were irrelevant. And so even though they would come into contact with you in the exact same way they are doing now, your brain would just filter it out. Now, though, your brain knows that your goal is to quit your job, and so it's letting that information in. Stage five is called tiny leaps. And this, uh, quite honestly, is the meat of the process. This is the one you will spend the most time in. Simply put, the day-to-day behaviors you take are what creates major changes in your life over time. The small things that you let slide matter. 
This stage is all about execution. You've got the inspiration. You know what you want to do. You've discovered the resources required to get you there. Now all you have to do is commit and execute. It's definitely not a straight line. In fact, you'll spend more time sliding backwards than going forward. But during this stage, you focus exclusively on keeping your head down and taking one tiny leap at a time. Stage five is the the meat of things. Stage five is where it really starts to matter. This is where change actually happens is that period of time where you are working and executing and doing the tiny things that 5, 10, 15 years from now will pay off dramatically. And then finally, stage six is that there is no stage six. Here's the thing about personal change. It doesn't end. There is no stage six because you'll never leave stage five. I know that's not really the fairy tale ending you wanted. Unfortunately, it's the truth. Any change you achieve in your life will always be replaced with another pursuit. That is the nature of human beings. Remember earlier when I said that humans are hardwired to crave progress? The point of this framework isn't to achieve your goal and then walk away. It's to continually pursue better, to always aim higher, and to make a focus on your daily behaviors into a lifestyle that you find rewarding regardless of the specific outcome. These six stages are the process that I believe we all go through when we decide to take control of the change in our lives. It's the process I experienced in my pursuit of financial freedom. It's the process Oprah experienced in her career and continues to experience to this day. And it's the process you will need to experience to make any sort of change in your own life. The form your change may take will differ from mine, and your goal will differ from mine. But if you pay close attention, you'll notice that it maps to this process pretty closely. The amazing thing is that now that you know what the process looks like, you can put yourself on it consciously rather than waiting for it to happen to you. You can find the resources required to move you through each of the stages without the chance of getting stuck like most other people. Now, like I said in the beginning of this episode, this this framework is meant to be used as a way to sort of hack your own personal change, to make it easier for you to go through this process because you're consciously putting yourself in the process rather than waiting for it to magically line up properly. Knowing this process and uh, looking for the things required to move you from stage one to stage two and from stage two to stage three and so on and so forth is the difference between starting to make changes today and making changes five years from now when all of the things line up and and you're able to get into stage three and four and five. Um, And and so I wanted to share it on this podcast, even though, you know, this is, I, I just read directly from the book. I quite honestly don't even know if I can do that, but this is an early draft of one of the sections. And so I thought, you know, this is, this is important. This is something that, uh, now that I'm aware of it, now that I, I'm actively using it, is helping me to make the changes in my life that I'm looking for. And I think it can help you as well if you choose to let it. Um, So I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on this. Uh, Hit me up on Instagram at Greg Clunas. So that's Instagram.com slash Greg Clunas. Send me a DM or comment on a photo or just 
publish your own photo or your story or whatever it is, tag me in it and let me know your thoughts on this process. Is this something you've personally experienced? If you look back on the changes you've made in your life successfully, do you think that you've gone through this? And if so, what was it like? If not, what do you think I'm missing? Let me know. Uh, We can improve this framework together. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you liked this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Uh, Hitting subscribe is the best way to support the show and to make sure you never miss a new episode. So I would really, really appreciate that. And um, with that said, thank you so much for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. And uh, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. day.